comedy, bro. It's like a joke is capable of destroying, smashing. But that same joke, given the wrong inflection or the like the audience mm-hmm. like uh energy not being there any any given factor yeah just one thing can make it the worst nosedive joke you know Tell me when to go. Ugh. Tell me when to go. Tell me, tell me when to go. Ugh. I took a rigmarole down the road. I fired. <laughs> fuck. Why did I start with E40? Maybe it's the ganja. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Black Zeus, the podcast. Season four, episode four zero. When we're at episode 44, then it's season four, episode four four. Yo, grab a crystal, bitch. And get jiggy with it. You know what I'm saying? Get a quartz or something. And then it'll be four, 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 four. We're not there yet. I'm jumping the gun. Uh, welcome back, beautiful people. Um, if you're new to the podcast and you want to be beautiful people, all you got to do is come back next week. It's a thing I say now, and I feel really, really greasy for doing it. But, you know, it's, it's part of the uh, aesthetic of the podcast. Aesthetic. I'm still dealing with the fucking brace face, and uh, I don't know, man. I've never had braces, so it feels weird, bro, having fucking wires around your teeth, and now my teeth are like click clacking in ways they weren't before. So I don't know if that's I don't know I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> I sound like a old just man that's falling apart. My teeth are click clacking. Um, this is episode four, season 40, which means we're 10 episodes away from the end of the season, which doesn't really mean anything, (laughs) but but then we'll start season five and then I'll just say a different number at the beginning of every episode. Um, so won't that be fun? Anyways, uh, you know what we got to do before we get crazy into the podcast. We need a producer, bro. There's a computer over there with an empty chair and we got to do... (laughs) We got to do no more seances and fucking no more of that shit. I'm African. Dante's Caribbean. I think between the two of us, there's a lot of mysticism that we could, that we could pull from. Uh, we could do some voodoo or, or uh, <laughs> I guess that's still witchcraft. Uh, witchcraft. Pfft, I make myself sick. <laughs> um, why don't we just do a good old Christian prayer? How about that? Let's, let's, let's pray this nigga into the studio. Uh, our dear heavenly father, this is, this is going to send me straight to hell. Our dear heavenly father, this podcast is great, but it can be greater. And we know that because we have a producer who's here and we need him back. If you could please will away and then bring Dante into the studio. Ladies and gentlemen, Dante's Recording. <laughs> Inside joke. Inside, I thought you were going to go with the church shit. Um, it's too late. 
I, 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 I don't know anything. <laughs> God is good. Did you grow up uh, going to church? Kinda. Yeah, kinda. All right, fair enough. When's the When's the last time you went to church? Wedding, funeral. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I I try to stay on a positive note, but that's I mean, hey, that's a good note, man. You, you know what? You're, you're passing on. I to knew the you would say this. <laughs> I knew this nigga would say this. This is why he's the producer for this show. Because death is merely a celebration of a person's transition to the next part of whatever this experience is. In my culture, death is not the end. It is merely a stepping off point. Do you really know that whole movie script, eh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know which movie I'm talking about. <laughs> well, you're obviously doing fucking uh, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, well, it's T'Challa, but... Wait, what? Because that was Forrest Whitaker, my nigga. What are you talking about, T'Challa? Well, he's the one that says it, and he actually says it but, in Civil War. Is, I'm just saying the, the voice you gave me, that's not the Wakanda. That's, that is whatever Force Whitaker was doing no, as the Wakanda. No, because he says the, the, he says, the Black Panther is, has been stripped. Yo, nigga, Africans don't talk like this. I, no, Wakandans do first of all. <laughs> <laughs> I think the dog just outside of the studio heard my fucking obnoxious laugh. Uh, just started barking. <laughs> I just can't stand that nigga when he does African accents. It doesn't make. Does sense. he do it often? Maybe not. Maybe okay. I just can't stand. That nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like Forrest Whitaker. Mm, you know what? He kind of did the same character in Star Wars. Oh, with the what's his face? When he was the the fucking. He was like the machine boy. Like he was. No, he wasn't a machine. He boy. wasn't. He was He's actually from the. Damn, this. I'm gonna show my nerd side again. He's from <laughs> the Clone Wars mm -hmm. animated show. I forget the character's name. He's like a freedom fighter. He's like Che Guerrero. Che Guerrero. <laughs> I, you know, I started agreeing. It is something like Saul that. Guerrera? Saul Guerrero. Saul Hey. <laughs> Hey. You're a nerd, nigga. Let's go. We're nerd niggas, bro. Uh, <laughs> Saul Guerrero. Yeah. yeah. Do you only remember that from the movie, though? Yeah. That's funny because I remember that from the cartoon more. Yeah, but you didn't but, remember But like, it, it met. It met. <laughs> it met. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did the same thing for that character, no? Mm. Uh, the, the, the one with the force, uh, yeah, for Africa. That was really, <laughs> that was really bad. I don't even think that represents whatever that character was in that no. movie. But also, fuck that character in that movie because it doesn't even represent what Saul was in the show, really. Unless he just got fat, but I don't know how you become fatter as a freedom fighter. Like, isn't food scarce, bro? Like, he was living out in the dirt. Yeah, but he was the king. And also, fair enough, he was like destroyed. So, like, half his body was just parts. So, like, it's not that he was fat. By that point, yes. He, he just had fat he was, parts man. on him. You know what I mean? He was a freedom fighter. Freedom fighter. Um, but he didn't have that accent. I think he had like a Chicago accent in the cartoons. <laughs> He said, Assalamu alaikum, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yo, why not, though? Why won't they put a nigga in Star Wars? And you know what my argument they is? They did, though. What do you mean? Wh who? Finn. No, a oh, nigga. Like a, like a nigga, nigga. A nigga, bro. <laughs> why won't they do that? And my argument is, is they have a fucking Boston guy. Bill Burr got to be just Bill Burr. Did you watch The Mandalorian? Was it no, the Mandalorian? No, but I, I saw that he was in there. Bro, he was just him yeah. to the point where he was doing his jokes. Okay, but if, if you listen to his, uh, sorry, I'll, I'll, but like in his podcast, he um, he mentions how he hates Star Wars and all this shit, mm. and then his character is literally doing the the like the dialogue the from the podcast, 
as a character in Star Wars now, but he's yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was more Jay Leno. That was Jay Leno. <laughs> but my point was, where would you put like, where would you put the niggas anywhere? Like, doing what? Nigga shit. Such as, <laughs> you want them to be rolling intergalactic dice or like what? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure we've seen shit like this though. But it's usually some space alien looking thing. Oh, so you're saying they replaced the niggas with the space aliens. Space aliens. Just take off the makeup. Is there like, there's like biker gangs, but there's no like. Because that's like, you know, They should get 21 Savage and Kodak to be in in Star Wars. No. That's some hood nigga shit. Yeah, technically. I want some. Uh, yeah, okay, technically. I see where you're going for. <laughs> 21 Savage in Star Wars. That's what I'm saying. That's what you want, no? <laughs> Not necessarily. I don't want a music video. No, but I'm just saying, as a character. Like, I want, like, uh, I, want, <laughs> I want, like, Denzel Training Day. That's not... Like, he's... How is he not a nigga? No, because he's not... First of all, he's a cop. He was still a nigga, though. Yeah, but it's different. All right, then take one of the take one of the people out of the fucking hood in that movie. Yeah, but that's who not Denzel. One, who was the one flipping birds? Was that Terry Crews? Yeah, we put Terry Crews in Star Wars. <laughs> ah, Star Wars! <laughs> <laughs> Power! <laughs> Use the force! <laughs> um, yeah, no, you'd have you need like a real street nuke to like be, and Terry Crews yeah, is not going to be that. Yeah, but you think Twenty One is a real street nuke? I mean, he portrays yes, one. I think he's a real street nuke. All right, fair and enough. Kodak's a real street nigga. All right, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know. Put them in Star Wars. Well, you don't know everything, saying. though. Huh? Remember when that shit came out about 21, this nigga's from England? You never know anything. No, but he's actually from the Caribbean. He was born there? Yeah, he was born in the homeland, brother. <laughs> People don't know that. All right, so he's born in Jamaica. Dominica. Oh, dumb. Okay. Okay. Then he moved to England. Then he moved to England. Yeah. Oh, that's some screed shit. I know. I know. I I, I see that pathway. I see that pathway. <laughs> it's amazing that he didn't end up Jane and Finch. He ended up in in, in Atlanta. Half my dad's family, some went to Canada. The other half went to England. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. They they both colonies of England. <laughs> uh some of my family went to like Washington. I think. Mm-hmm. Somewhere where Ethiopians congregate in the States. It's like Atlanta, Washington, Seattle. Uh, yeah, and then he ended up in Atlanta. So, like, that's yeah, the yeah. biggest shit. Like, come 20, on now. 21, right. 21. 21. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I just don't think I'd want rapper, I guess. No, but you said street nigga. I know, but I He's want... He's street nigga turned rapper. Yeah, but not actor. I want no. But is I'm, there a screen? Okay, wait, is there a screen? Wait, actually, who is who is like the most hood actor? Ti. No, <laughs> no. What's going on? You keep going to rappers. There's yeah, but he's a street actual... nigga. Turn act. Oh, Ice T. Like they don't make it. Ice Cube. Like what do you mean? The most street nigga still in the streets, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a thespian. Um, Nipsey, but he's dead. He's dead. So but still, but, that would be the one. I but think. he's a rapper. What do you mean? We can't use him. Damn. Damn. All the street niggas still in the street. They're not doing shit, but screeting it up, dog. Like. 
Uh, this is an amazing conversation for me to have wearing Vans. Um, just pure s- s- skate gear. Is, is skate street now? No, there is DGK. Know. I'm 30, nigga. I don't give a fuck. I'm not. I'm not street. I'm 30. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm too old to be street. I'm like too old, bro. Just I'm trying to maintain the studio. <laughs> Fucking get some you, sleep. You, you, I'm so exhausted, bro. I guess we'll start with the comedy recap this week. Um, yeah, I got in madly. Oh my god! Uh, did a bunch of shows this week. I uh, went to Nubian last week. What was it? I had a show something last Sunday. Remember we were talking? I'm like, I, I got a show tonight. You remember this? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Do you remember what that show was? I did a show. You I don't remember show. if I remember. It wasn't name. Nubian because it was literally the first of November. Okay. And we went to Nubian the week before. You're right. You're right. What show did I do last? Sunday. I mean, I guess this is a good problem for me to have. Also, I I really just I went to a show yesterday mm-hmm. where I haven't been that high in a while, like cause especially since the teeth shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was around uh, Natish Sakuja, shout out Nitty, a Toronto comedian. This nigga just rolls around with blunts, bro. Like, yeah, just, and fat blunts. Too. I'm still high off that, bro. This guy rolls around with like nine gram blunts. I got fucked <laughs> up, bro. I got. I got fucked up, and uh, like, and I'll get into that in a minute. But it's like, what the hell show was I promoting last Sunday? Am I signed into my Instagram? I'm, I'm probably just not. About to check. Nah, and uh, cause, cause, nah. yeah, cause you closed the damn browser, bro. By accident. You... <laughs> <laughs> um, number one producer in the game. Um, shit. Where did I go? I don't do many Sunday shows anymore. So where the fuck was it? That was I so the cap? smack the comedy smackdown was that the one? No, uh, comedy rumble was yesterday, which I which I'll definitely get into. Uh, just for the sake of my own, this is awful podcasting right now. <laughs> it's just me trying to remember for the last five minutes. I see you scrolling though, so I appreciate that. I the one time I leave my phone out of the studio. Mm. Yep, I think. Oh, I... so yesterday was Comedy Rumble. Yeah, yesterday was Comedy Rumble. Mm. So you didn't post that one show. Perfect. <laughs> so I did a show last Sunday, and uh, if it was, I know I didn't post it because I wasn't allowed to post it because it's at a private club. I just remembered, and this is why. This is why the one show I can't fucking remember. It was at Soho House. I'll say it because, like, I said it last week, anyways. But um, yeah, uh, great. That was a fucking amazing show. You're not even allowed to film it, bro. It was like it was such a great set. And yeah, I just, oh, because you posted on your story afterwards. I remember that. I was just yeah about that fucking giant ass building that's as tall as the CN Tower. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on in these mega cities, bro? And they got like twenty percent full capacity. Like, what are you talking about? You building all these skyscrapers? You can't even fill them up. And they're made of cardboard. Holy shit. I, like, I remember, like, you move into these new condos, bro, and I've seen it. A bunch of my friends have bought condos, and then, like, a year in, just everything goes to shit. The plumbing, like, because they cheap out, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, all these new buildings, they're just putting up. It's like a facade. You know what I feel like is happening, bro? What? Dre- you ever see the movie Dread? 
Ooh, I love that movie. Judge, Judge Dredd? Dredd? Yeah, I love that Yeah, Mega City 1. Squeezing everybody into these fucking... Like, they're building them right now. Yeah. Is the phase. And then they're pushing everybody into the fucking major metropolitan areas. But not only that, have you seen um, some of these new buildings? They have the stores right in the bottom of, of them. So you don't even have to leave you them. You, to like, leave. Your building's attached to like the Sobeys or Obviously whatever. Obviously, you know about the whole conspiracy of like the five, the 15 minute city or whatever. Yeah. Everything is within 15 minutes walking distance. Everything's within the building now. <laughs> Bro, that's... <laughs> doesn't it kind of feel like, why are they building all these like, when nobody can afford to live in them? They're, and, and there's right not... now, but then they're going to be so bad that they become the slums and then you got to pay $200 to live there and then you still can't afford it because <laughs> only the, you know what I mean? Well, you know. So, anyways, the comedy likes. Yeah, comedy. the comedy. <laughs> um, so that was a great show. Uh, Friday, where was I this past Friday? I was at SoCap. It was a good show. I had a good set, but from my perspective, I didn't. I had a mid set. Okay. But from the audience perspective, I had a good set. Mm-hmm. And, and there's always those nights where I'm like, I know what I'm capable of. They don't. Yeah. And I hold myself not to the standard of others, but to the standard of what I know that joke is capable of doing. And and this is kind of the beautiful part about comedy, bro. It's like a joke is capable of destroying, smashing but that same joke, given the wrong inflection or the like the audience, mm-hmm. like uh, energy not being there. Any, any given factor. Yeah. Just one thing can make it the worst nosedive joke, you know? And I had nothing like that happen, uh, but it was work. Mm. I was the first comic up. Um, and I, like that, the room, it, I do really well in the smaller room up, upstairs, but like the layout of this room, it's like a concert room almost. Like they do comedy shows out of there a lot. There's, it's the second floor stage um, at SoCap in Danforth, East End, Toronto. Um, it's it's it is like a music stage, the okay. lighting and all that stuff. So like I I don't know like the just atmosphere wise, you gotta you gotta establish the comedy. You gotta work more. You always got like in that room specifically. You always just gotta work a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hadn't I hadn't done that room in a while, and I just forgot that. So mm-hmm. I just went up and just like <laughs> did my thing. Mm-hmm. And it took a minute, but it's me, so I always like to call out that type of shit, anyways, with the audience. Which bring which usually brings people around anyways. They see that I okay, he's like he's vulnerable, he's fucking willing to talk about it or whatever. It just makes me more human. Mm-hmm. A little pro tip. Um and so that brought him around. But in my head, I'm just judging myself to the standard <laughs> of all the jokes. I'm like, ah, this is a louder pop. Or but none of them were bad. Yeah. And like the acoustics are weird in that room. I feel like I'm giving myself excuses, which I don't care to. You yeah, know but, what I mean? you're, but what's so funny, just hearing you talk about it, is like you're giving yourself excuses, but the crowd was still laughing. But just in your mind, you're in like, my mind, this is I'm weak. like, the set was this shit. I'm like, what are you but doing? Like, and then yeah. and you're like, oh, this is weak. <laughs> I'm like mad at the audience. I'm like, bro, let me know for real. Like, because I know that my personality gets me by a lot. Mm. I'm really personable. Everybody tells me this. Yes. Like, they just, they, they I, I don't know, man. Which is a great thing. I think that's a really good thing because I didn't have that at the beginning of my career. Mm. I didn't have my personality shine all the way through 
to the point where it'll carry me through my mid-performance. Yeah, but it's only mid to you in your mind. I know this. <laughs> I know this. But this is the podcast where we break it down. Yeah. But it is. But it is. And this is what I had the conversation. Uh, Luke Lindell, who runs uh, SoCap shows okay. um, out of Comedy Nuggets. You can follow them on socials. Because um, I told him, I'm like, he's like, great set, bro. I'm like, ah. Don't he's like, no, that. man. He's like, <laughs> Kenny Bania. That's gold, Jerry Gold. I'm like, no. Um, I'm like, no, man. And then I was just being honest with him. I'm like, look, I'm not I'm just judging it based on the standard of what I know these jokes can do. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, watch that, watch that footage back. And then I went and watched it back, and they were laughing all throughout. Yeah. I'm like, nah. <laughs> they were I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm like, who paid you, bro? I'm like, who paid this audience? Um, but that is a great credit to me. Like thinking about it now out loud, having this conversation, I'm like, I guess that is a really good sign. Yeah. I've gotten to the point where, and I know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I know it might sound like I'm overly critical or over judgmental or whatever of my set, but it's like, I'm really not bro. Like yeah. I don't, I don't, I just know what I'm capable of. Exactly. And so like, even to say it is like, I, I said it once out loud to Luke in a conversation and then he made it he's like no man like watch it's like and then we like we went on this whole fucking a uh, verbal road trip of <laughs> of just talking about how sometimes it's just like you know all the different variables and factors which is essentially this conversation yeah. now um but yeah that show was good and then yesterday yesterday uh, bro i i love that i love myself enough <laughs> to see things coming a mile away and I just set up yesterday perfectly for myself. So um, a homie of mine who runs uh, Speak Raw, uh, Instagram and TikTok, uh, Speak Raw, Game Raw, and uh, Comedy Raw, I think, or Raw Comedy TV. But Speak Raw TV is the main account. You can follow them. Um, they have a pretty sizable following and shit based out of Toronto. Um, Shout out to my guy, Sammy. I'll say that. He put on a great show yesterday. He put on a great show. Different format. And we talked about this from the jump. You know what I mean? Because it was like a split comedy slash roast. But like the roast wasn't a typical roast where it's like, okay, it's 1v1. And then you just do that until you work your way down to the last two. Okay. It was... And the show was even called Comedy Rumble with the whole poster and all the theme was WWE and all this shit. It was two comics start. All right, and then every two minutes, another comic enters. Okay, and so I think the idea was, um, to just add them into the mix and then just have everybody just roast each other. So there's like eight mics on. There on was the supposed to be, but there were so many like, and that's why I say salute to Sammy because he really dealt with it like a G, like um, and and Keith Keith Pedro, uh, who was part of the event. They had, there was like so many issues between sound and and I don't know if it was venue or what, but um, not every, like the mic situation didn't mm. work out. So what it ended up being was that like they did the comedy portion at the first half, and I told my nigga I'm like, bro, I don't do roast. I'm not a roast comic. Like I I know my lane, bro. Like yeah. I, I'm just not even even though like the reason I'm a comedian is because I got roasted and I roasted my niggas, you know. Mm-hmm. But to me, roasting, like, it, I have to know you, bro. Like, I don't, mm. I, like, to go off of a social media page yeah, and, and like, figure that out or to talk to comics and try and get to know you through, the, like, through gossip, essentially. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. 
But if it's somebody that I know and love, bro, like a birthday roast of a homie or some shit like that, like who I know also loves me, and then there's no question about yeah. where what place this is all coming from. Yeah. It's like that is is fire. But like, I don't know, man. Like, and I it's not that I even don't like mean jokes or shit. Like, I love mean jokes. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, man. Just told, not what you do. Yeah. Yeah. And I so I told my nigga this, and then I still ended up on the roast part of the show somehow. <laughs> And when I tell you, like, bro, I just knew, I knew it was going to be a nightmare for me. Because, <laughs> I, I, again, I'm not a roast comic, yeah. so I'm not going to sit there and write jokes like I just said. Yeah. I wasn't going to write them. It's just not me. Yeah. Not about, like, I know I know all the comics that were on the roast portion of the show, uh, but not well enough. You know, like, um, I'd even say, like, me and, and, and James are becoming good friends. Like, we talk a lot more recently and shit, and we've been talking about hanging out and shit. Yeah. Like, I've been getting back in the comedy community a little mm-hmm, more, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and, and not being such a recluse bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but even still, like, we don't really know each other. Yeah. So, like, the, the jokes he had about me, but he wrote some jokes, oh, yeah. and they made me laugh, bro. Yeah. He's like, this is, uh, Zeus has uh, fucked up teeth, looks like he chews rocks and all this shit. <laughs> like, it, I, I was dying, bro. I was dying. But, um, but like, surface level shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, um... But, bro, when I tell you I ate a shit sandwich, bro. You like, ate rocks? Oh, bro, I ate rocks. <laughs> like, it was bad. It was so bad. And I knew it. Like, yeah. I had my, I had a, a couple friends in the back, and we were talking before the show. And then I was talking to the to the person that runs the venue. Shout out to Mish. Everybody, everybody gets a shout out. Oh, is that Civilian? Yeah, it was that okay. Civilian. Oh, yeah, you know Civilian. You know Mish. Yeah. Um, so I'm talking to Mish, and then she's, I'm just telling her, I'm like, you're about to see me like and she's seen me perform like she's seen me do comedy so she knows like <laughs> what i do but i was just i'm bracing her i'm like you've never seen me like this go before. for a walk what you've a month never stage. seen me like this before oh my god when i tell you i ate shit at least sammy put me last up like thank god is that for good that. for a roast to be last yeah because by that point they had gotten like it was again it was Two comics start, and every two minutes, another comic. Oh, okay, enters. okay. So you had uh, to do the least amount of roasting. Yeah, I had to do the least amount okay. of roasting. Um, but Natish ended up joining the roast. Okay. Uh, and he didn't write shit either, and he won the whole thing, bro. Like, really? He's in the he he was in the spirit of it. Mm. Like he really was in the spirit of it. I one hundred percent give that to him. Like, uh, and and he wasn't even supposed to be like he didn't want to do it either. Mm. He was in the same boat as me because he's not really a roaster, but like. He he found he found the wave of like high school cafeteria yeah. roast session. Yeah, you know got what it, I mean. Got it. Um, like a roast battle in high school. Like mm-hmm. he found that he rode that wavelength. But like I'm just I'm so not in it. Like I was. <laughs> I I took the jokes like a champ though. Yeah. I told people I'm like he'll pile it on. I don't give a fuck. And then I tried. I'm like, yo, James is uh, Italian, I think. He's like, nope. I'm like, and I just walk <laughs> right back to the wall. I think this nigga's like Polish or something. I don't know. but <laughs> And you know what's funny is we've had this conversation. Like, I've called him Italian, I think, eight years in a row. And he's told me every time, like, he's not Italian. And so I'm sure that friendship will go great. <laughs> I love you, James, bro. You're um, But why I love myself is because knowing that I I had a show booked at the corner in advance mm. and I was on the 10 and it couldn't have lined up more perfectly. Even though the show that I was on, the, the roast show, started mad late. And like, I, it pushed into 10 o'clock. Mm. I, 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 luckily, I, I have 
some leeway at the corner. Like yeah. they know I'm not an asshole. I'm not just like fucking stiffing them. But I told them I always give them advance warning because that's just a polite thing to do. Yep. I'm like, yo, I'm running late from this show, but I'm going to be there. I was on last anyway, so that was yeah. in my favor. So I went, for, and this is this is why I love comedy, bro. It is the most humbling art form because I don't think anything humbles you as quick as, eat, bro, I ate shit. And granted, I was not doing comedy. Like, there's a lot of factors, right? Mm -hmm. But still, I was in a comedy setting. Yeah presenting myself as a comedian yeah and i bombed i fucking bombed yeah. so i i like i i take that as a bomb which okay. is beautiful to me I, I don't like i'm not oh i bombed because I, I didn't bomb doing comedy yeah. so i still give myself that grace <laughs> but it was a bomb it was awful um and then i went immediately to the corner and just fucking murdered the stage mm -hmm. bro, and closed it out strong and uh Got that, got that woo clap at the end, and and just drove home with a smile on my face. <laughs> what a humbling experience, bro! I love that shit. Mm. I love that shit. Going from absolute fucking nightmare. Have you like have you experienced anything like this? Not comedy wise. Not necessarily like, comedy wise, but where like you've had the down and then you yeah, just like what would be like a regular life equivalent of something. Like I'm sure I'm sure, well actually I'm sure there's a lot. Um like you can go from a really happy moment to a sad moment. Yeah. I'd, I'd imagine it'd be tougher to go from a sad like and that's yeah. what that's like that's what's crazy. You went from a you sad went moment, from but then super you... pits. Like yeah. I was in the pits. Yeah. Even though I wasn't. Yeah. Like I walked away laughing. Yeah. But again, I walked away laughing because I'm like, I'm about to go murder this stage. Yeah. Like I was just I told everybody, I'm like, I'm about to go take a shower, bro. Like a comedy shower. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to go wash all this shit clean off of me. Yeah. <laughs> um, wash all this bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, shout outs to the corner. Uh home club. Got to spend some time there. And um saw my people and uh saw the fights. Caught mm -hmm. that at a bar before before I, I, I reached home. <laughs> <laughs> Caught that at a bar. <laughs> before I reached home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love life. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about the fights in a bit, I guess. Uh, what'd you do this weekend? Anything comedy related? Um, All right. <laughs> no. Fair enough. Nothing comedy. I mean, I did you watch anything? Any com anything comedy? Not necessarily comedy related. Like, what are you watching right now? Where? Oh, I watched some Brother Panic. Okay. No, but I mean, like, <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Brother Panic. Yeah. Uh, the internet is a wild place. That's all, that's all I'll say. Um, no, but like movies, TV shows, you know, regular um, people shit. I watched Loki. I did watch a breakdown on the season finale. Yeah. That show looks like it was wild. It was crazy. Yeah. It was it was a really good because Marvel's been on a bit of a hiatus. You know what I mean? Like, even though they've been dropping shows, yeah. It hasn't been like shows, like it hasn't been proper, you know what I mean? So to see like what they came back with, and it's very like it's high level it's stuff. It's high level. It's it's really high level stuff. That's what I've been feeling about with um the Star Wars shit, like Ahsoka. Mm. The Star Wars show was really was really good, but also like high level stuff. Like yeah. they're they're spilling the beans. Because I know what you mean when you say high level stuff. Yeah. It's like, you know, science is only catching up to what niggas have been saying for fucking <laughs> for centuries. <laughs> and I know, oh, here we go with the fucking hotep shit. 
No, nigga. Where do you think all this quantum physics and shit came from? What? Scientists are just now discovering it because Neil deGrasse Tyson says so? Fuck Neil deGrasse Tyson. Fucking boule ass nigga. <laughs> boule ass nigga. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love how this podcast just turns righteous out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> and people have no idea unless they do know, you know, unless open in your third eye and shit. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> um, let's get into let's get into the the regular nitty-gritty of this podcast. Let's get into a weekly segment we have here. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you're returning to the podcast, welcome back, beautiful people. You too can be beautiful people. All you have to do is come back next week. But uh, what we do here is a weekly segment called Poll Results. Every Monday on my Instagram social media account, I post an interactive poll question. I leave it up for 24 hours. The people vote on it. And then every Wednesday, me and Dante discuss the results here in the studio. And uh, this week, given, given the whole state of the world right now, um, given the economy, I don't know if you guys are paying attention to money right now. The crypto market is booming for this moment. We'll see how it continues. It's booming right now. Is it really? Oh, it's, it's in the green. Everything's fucking stacking right now. People, oh. Yeah, people are stacking coins right now. Um, but it's all fake money, you know? Like it's that all, is the problem. You know, it's all fake whatever. But, but the reason that that's happening is because the markets are unstable. The fucking the war is about to pop off potentially. Um, bricks. If you're looking at what the fucking they're doing over there, China, Russia, uh, Saudi, I think. Who's the other, like, who are the BRICS countries? But there's a lot of people trying to sign around to BRICS now. India, Iran? A lot, yeah. Yeah, Like, yeah, a lot of people saying that. Brazil, Russia. Brazil. Brazil. Um, Something like that. Yeah. A lot of countries are starting to say, fuck the U.S. dollar is the standard. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and then obviously you start to look at um, jobs and people losing jobs left and right. You look at inflation and the state of the economy right now. The Western world's looking kind of fucked. Well, like the whole world's looking kind of fucked up. Everybody's money's looking kind of fucked up right now. And that leads us to this week's poll question. Does inflation and job security get better or worse in 2024? Uh, (laughs) Like I already know the results because I was watching it. I'm not, I'm going to say I was a little bit surprised, but goddamn, um, before we get to the results, the options were better or worse, obviously. And um, I, I do I even need to ask you? Well, just so it's on record, worse. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you have any reason why? Is it all the shit that I said? Is it all the shit that I just listed for the last five minutes? Obviously, I said worse also. And uh, this is the most obvious <laughs> Uh, poll results in the history of the goddamn. Maybe I should have made the oh. question a little more difficult. No, we right. we were at the results time. A hundred percent of the people said worse. Zero <laughs> percent said better. Um, maybe I should have said the same. I should have put that as an option. Or no different. I think maybe the timeline is just a little bit too small because eventually it's going to get better, but it has to get worse first. But yeah, but what if this is the worst right now and it starts to get better next year? No, it has. We're not done yet. Yeah, we're still that's, going down. So a lot of people. We're we're literally, you know, like when you're on the behemoth, and then you just go like, you like just get to the top of like. Ch- 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 I mean, the housing bubble hasn't even burst. That's again, what I'm saying. So yeah, like that hasn't even happened yet. And uh, America just doubled their fucking their fiat fake money uh, debt. They're now like two trillion debt. No, 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 no. More? 
Multiply that by 10. Okay. <laughs> They're at like wrong. 30 trill. Woo! So here's me misinformed. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. It's fake news. I'm not Godfrey. I can't do that. Um... I mean, I can do that. It's just an impression. I'm saying I can't do it as good as Godfrey. What the fuck am I apologizing to Godfrey? This nigga doesn't know who I am. Uh, but one day, I will open up for that nigga. And maybe one day, I'll even like co-headline with that nigga. You know, you just got to throw shit out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out, salute to Godfrey. Everybody's going to salute to this episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, the job security and shit, I, don't, I think it's going to get worse, bro. That The job security specifically here, like... well. It depends on who you are, first of all, because there are a certain group of people that are securing jobs for their own people. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying without saying Honestly, it out loud. He's trying to go all Kanye rogue on the podcast. No, no, I'm not even talking about those. No, I'm not talking oh, about not those. <laughs> are you just talking about elites? No, no, not the elites. But I'm saying like any Popeyes you go to, any Tim Hortons you go to. You know what I mean? Their their jobs are secured because they're the, the managers now. <laughs> I see what you're saying, though. I see what you're saying, though. You can blame Trudeau for that. I do. He brought all the managers into this country. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I think you know what we're talking about now. That's but hilarious. Most people don't know this, but you know how much they made off just that one group of people coming in? Like saved, you mean? No, sorry, not even that. I'm saying because I'm sure they're paying them less. What? We're talking about Tim Hortons. Yeah, the people that work in the Tim Hortons. Correct. Yes. I'm sure Tim Hortons is paying them less. Yeah, than they but, normally used to pay like a white person. Yes, but just say they're Indian, nigga. Just okay, say, yeah, just no, say, Indian just, people. <laughs> just say they're Indian. <laughs> but what I was gonna say is. Because they get here off student visas, but the student visas are fake, mm-hmm. right? They go to fake college. Not all of them, but they've been busted. It is an epidemic, yeah. Right? The Canadian government raked in $10 billion hmm. just from Indian students alone. Really? Yes. In the last, like, two years. How? What's the racket on that? So you bring them in, because wh- but they when go you're, on student wh- loans. Wh- when, you, when you're an international student, it costs more. Right, so it's like if you and were to interest. go to Mohawk, it's like five, ten, whatever. But if you're international student, it's like twenty, mm. right? So you get some more well-to-do people in India. They come over, they just pay the twenty. They pay the twenty, but also they pay the twenty. But sometimes their letter of um, they have to get like a letter from India saying like, "Oh, this person's good. They went to this school or whatever." Like Those letters are fake, and the schools that they go to are sometimes fake. But Canada still gets the money for it. Huh. So that's why their jobs are secured, because it's like they're just coming over. That's a really good racket. I they, didn't know what was going on exactly. I yeah. just saw the I just see all the videos. You know, my my favorite thing is now Indians are getting fed up. <laughs> like the Indians that were here. The Indians that were here are getting fed up. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> I saw a video bro of an Indian at uh Jasper Lake in Alberta, okay. which is like a tourist trap. 
He's like, oh, I want yeah. let me introduce you to Jasper India. <laughs> and then he, he just puts his phone up and it's just all Indian people, bro. Yeah. It was the funniest thing. And did you see the video in Toronto the other day of all the Indian people, the Punjabis that took over? Uh bro. Bro, it was the funniest video I've seen in a while. They were everywhere. Turning up. Like, and then they had the cop car. But it, like it was a black and white car, but instead of where it would, it would normally say police, it said Punjab. Oh my goodness! Oh, it was the crazy, and they were doing burnouts and shit. Dog, I was and there. Then, they had th- bro because they get like their they get their OSAP money. They're a menace, bro. Bro, they they there's just three dudes. They have all all three of them have Mustangs, and they're literally young and Dundas. Just doing burnouts. I'll, I have a video of them just and like, yo, this is still like a regular street. Like, what I do know, you guys do? And he's just going back and forth down back the street, forth. just flexing. I'm like, Did, there was a jeep with like three Punjabis hanging out of it, <laughs> oh and that's gosh. when I saw the actual cop car coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bro, they're living their life, bro. They're living, they're living their best life. Well, right because now. they can. Like, I'm not faulting them for that, for using the loophole, but it's like Canada's widening the loophole yeah yeah it's really interesting to see like i don't know what the tactic is canada's tactic yeah their tactic is to make more money like i said they made 10 bill off this the scheme like 10 bill is more than zero bill of course so next next year we got 10 we're gonna aim for 25 but there's a housing crisis yeah but everybody's homeless and this is where we start to get the the judge dread thing Yes. This is how you start. Well, have get, you? Uh, this is how you start to slowly get there. What, what were you gonna say? No, because I was gonna say <clears throat> we're, we're talking about like super houses, right? Yeah. In Brampton, they have twenty people living to a house, but it's all just international students. That's wild. But that's like illegal. That's you know wild. what I mean? So like, they, they've been busted. Like I've seen some videos where like the cops have like raid the house and they're just like just throwing all their stuff out because like you can't. That's like firehouse. You can have twenty people in one house. <laughs> <laughs> bro i remember Yo, but you got 20 people though they can that's a lot of people that can help put out a fire you can get that pail of water from the sink all the way to the upstairs fire no problem just like down the yeah, line yeah but then you trip over your next man's bed because it's in the hallway Yo, i've seen that though because i worked in buildings like where i was i had to walk around with the super and do the inspections and shit okay and there was a lot of indian houses where there was like 20 carpets on the floor and just yep. like a body on every carpet mm-hmm. and then the super would find and it's like yo but the super was cool yeah I, I remember when I was looking for a house, like for to, when I was going to Mohawk. Yeah. And like <laughs> the house didn't even have a front door. They're like, yeah, it's cool. I'm like, guys, like, you don't even have a front door on this piece. You know what I mean? It's just wide open. They still want 800. There's like, no, like, there's no front door. Like, was there a screen door? No, it was just open. They had like a caution tape over it and they still wanted 800 for the room. Like, when were they planning on putting the door in? Oh, no. And I didn't live there, but I'm just saying, like, that's crazy. So that's why I see it's getting worse. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely getting worse, and there's a lot of factors. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's this week's poll results. Uh, if you want to get in on that, I post it every Monday. My Instagram is aka Black Zeus. It scrolls at the bottom of the screen if you're watching the YouTube. Uh, every couple minutes, it scrolls at the bottom of the screen. Uh, let's do the UFC recap and get out of here. This is like we're already like 40 minutes deep in this episode. All right, yeah. Um, yeah, this past weekend, UFC, what, 295? Yes. That was 95. We're five away from 300. Choo-hoo. That's cr- Yo, we're going to hit 300 before we hit 
season five of the podcast. That's hilarious. No. Mm. How many? Oh, we're months away. 297 is in January. So 300's probably in March. March, March, April. Okay, fair enough. So we won't. All right, scrap that. (laughs) Uh, UFC 295 happened. Madison Square Garden. Live from New York. Madison Square Garden in New York City. It's time. Yo, bro. Like, I swear, I feel like that's 80% of the reason why people pay to go to that live event. Oh, it's so good to hear. It's the it's cra- so, like yeah. you go, People go wild. And they just sit with to them experience now. that. You know what I mean? The whole thing. Yeah. Like, they know his whole fucking spiel. I, I know it. Minus the adverts. <laughs> like, whoever the advert, like, Modelo, brought to you by Modelo. That's why it's brought to you by Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, you remember that after the fact. Um But yeah, just just shout us to Bruce Buffer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we'll obviously just cover the co-main and main event here, uh, which will be really quick. <laughs> uh, both both fights went to wait. One was one round, and the other was two rounds. Yes. Damn, bro! What a quick night. I really feel bad for people that went and had bought tickets. Why? Oh no, no, no! Listen, if they paid the John Jones rates, I feel bad for them because they didn't get a John Jones night. Okay. You Keep look, going. You look very unimpressed. Keep going. And then on top of that, I mean, yes, it's the fight game, so fights they go quick. Mm-hmm. But it's just they. Ah. You think people are upset? They got Tom Aspinall versus a Russian guy that nobody yeah. knows. People know and that. Tom. Knows. Do you think people were upset when Mike Tyson would go in there and starts a dude in twenty five seconds? Like, man, that's not what. Yeah, but they got to see Mike Tyson. Yeah, they but bought tickets. They, thank you. you okay. Prove my point. They my paid God. to see Mike Tyson, yeah. and they got exactly what they paid for. People paid like ten G's for fucking John Jones tickets. Yes, and then the second that he pulls out, I think those ticket prices went down. Probably. Did they get a? Re- I just feel bad. That's all I'm saying. They paid. They paid the John Jones rates. Yeah, but they. Yeah, the, but. the problem is. John Jones usually has some fuckery every time. Yes, yeah. It's literally almost every single fight. We have to move from Vegas to California on a day's notice. Like, what about all the people that are supposed to go to Vegas? Yeah. It happens. It's the fight game. Either way. It's the fight game for the fighters, but I'm saying those people, I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing if you bought 10 G's tickets, you could probably afford them. Yeah. I hope. I hope people so. Just, I hope so. <laughs> people just taking out loans. This is John Jones' final fight. True. Just saying, man. Did you see how astronomical those ticket prices were? No, I don't. I didn't look at the prices. And then they got, granted, great fighter Tom Aspinall. Shoutouts. Um, Aspinall. <laughs> oh, fucking pieced up. What's the What's the Russian guy's name? I forget. Sergey Pavlovich. Pavlovich. That's it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I was expecting a lot more from Pavlovich. I guess Pavlovich was expecting a lot more from himself. <laughs> the thing with Pavlovich is that he's known for just being a boxer and knocking people out, mm. right? But when you're fighting someone that's moving around much faster, that's not going to work. You know, it's like almost like he was like a one-trick pony. Like, we never even seen him go to a second round because he keeps knocking everybody out in the first round. Usually what happens is 
you know, oh yeah, he's going on a streak. He's knocking people on the first round, and then he goes to the second round. He's dead tired because he's never even been there before. Mm. You know what I mean? Who did you pick? You Aspinall. picked Aspinall. Yeah. I don't even remember my pick. I, did I pick in that one? I don't. Think. I don't remember. We have to yeah. go back. Nah, but... it's my casual pick anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was a great finish. Mm-hmm. Like that was crazy. Yeah. Um, and really like highlight worthy too. Just the hammer. Every time the hammer fist come out, bro, that that shit scares the shit out of me, mm. especially from a heavyweight. Yeah. But you said it earlier. What? Like what? Does he have to fight John Jones now? Like oh yeah. Obviously, Miocic, and, but this is also the weird part. Even Dana was saying he doesn't know what's going to happen. He doesn't. Like, because it's John right, Jones, this guy's, bro. Inter- like, this guy's the interim champ. Imagine you're Daniel Cormier. Well, what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And you're waiting to fight John Jones. No, and then the day before your fight, he pops for steroids. That's bro. different, though, because I guess. But you're, is, you train eight months, an injury, This is an injury. Yeah, but Miocic has been training like years now Three for years. the same fight. <laughs> Holy shit. For the, like, you got to feel bad for that guy, too, because that's probably his last fight, too. What's another year? No, I'm joking. Oh, my God. Another year is crazy, though. He's another year older, bro. Yeah. Like, do they stack another mill on that payout for him? Because, like, he might have some bargaining on that end if not i wonder bro like like damn man that's crazy that's crazy and the whole thing with i don't know we'll see it's just weird to do interim champ when you know that the guy is gonna is like he doesn't even face john jones when he comes back john jones is facing miocic yeah and then both those guys are gonna retire maybe they've said it but we don't know for sure like 34 35 He'll no, be... Miocic. How old is he? He was thirty-five the last time he fought. He's like thirty-eight now. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not. So he'll be pushing forty almost. Yeah. By the time this fight happens, maybe. And Jones is what thirty-six, somewhere around probably thirty-six, thirty-seven. Yeah, somewhere around there. I think Jones said this is his last fight. No. Something like this. We just don't know because John's is a very competitive guy. A lot of these UFC guys, they're like, this is my last fight. It, even GSP said it. This is my last fight. I don't know if I'm going to do this anymore. He takes four years off and then he comes back and he chokes up Bisping. Demolishes. Yeah. Demolishes. Because who knows? John Jones, he might take another couple years off and they'd be like, nah, that, that fire is still there. I need to do something, you know? And they definitely would put on a John Jones fight. Yeah. They'll do they'll do John Jones fights. Dana loves Jones. They'll do those fights until he's sixty. Yeah, they'll just keep allowing it. So they'll open up a old league, like a old uh, <laughs> class, the Masters League. <laughs> <laughs> the Masters League. They're fighting for green jackets instead of belts. That's so good. Yo, that's crazy. Uh, and then we got the main event, which definitely delivered. Yeah. Um. Damn those calf kicks, bro. Yup. Fuck, we both picked wrong on that. We picked wrong, but I did say you had the yeah that I can see him walking straight into a left hand. Like that was my caveat. I'm like, if if Yuri doesn't walk straight to left hand, he's good. But what did he do? He literally yeah. just strolled right into clunk. And I like I like the class the classiness of Yuri at least yep. to say that. No, it wasn't a it wasn't a foul call or whatever. By the yeah. ref, I was out. Yeah, he, so at he least was he by the Bushido code. Um, <laughs> uh, but great fight, man! Great fight, great first round. Yeah, um, those calf kicks just look like he's got, like an axe to a tree. Yep, it scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that off that first kick, 
I know they were saying it on commentary, but literally you could see off that first kick. He yeah. Was, he was hurt. And the thing with Jiri is that he's so so movement focused, right? Yeah. Like it's a lot of legs. He was doing a lot of switching down. after that. You have to because you got to spread the pain out. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> spread the pain out. Um, uh, but like what? When you're a movement guy like Jiri is, yeah. once you get chopped like that, your your movement's compromised. So like half your tactics are already out the window. You know what I mean? You can't be switching and doing all this stuff when one of your legs is not working properly. And especially like when it's Pereira off the first kick, like, and he didn't even check it. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, he didn't check a lot of them. Yeah, well, you missed four. You're basically like, you missed four of them and you're like, but then. My leg's fucked. But then. He goes for the takedown, and he kept him there. And I think he actually stole the round by doing that. That's what I think too. You know, like because he he held him in fucking good position too. Mm-hmm. Pause. MMA um, is <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Um, maybe that's why they don't cover it on. It is what it is. They should. That'd be hilarious. That'd be hilarious. But at the same time, it'd just be a pause-a-thon, bro. Like pause-a-thon. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 hella pause. Um, Shout outs, Cameron Mays. <laughs> shout outs, shout outs, Cameron Mays. Shout outs, it is what it is. Question mm-hmm. Who beats Pereira in that division? Izzy. He comes up to 205. Maybe. I don't know. I don't you think so. I think it would be great for the storyline. You think Izzy's on the downswing of his career, though, after the Strickland thing? Or or you think this break will be a good thing for him? He comes back rejuvenated. Well, here's, here's what. This is what the storyline, if this was like, because what Prayer was saying is that when Izzy called him out, it like rejuvenated him because he said he was in the bars, he wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. And then Izzy, for no reason, he's like, oh, this guy, he beat me, but he's not going to do it in MMA. And that's what drove Pereira to get out of the bar and start training again. Okay. Right? So now Izzy's saying he's going to take a break. I don't know if Izzy could, t- like... He would have been able to take a break, but then Alex is like, nah, come to daddy. Like, that's, you can't just take a break after someone says that to you. You know what I mean? Like, that's going to light some fire under you. Like, if someone says that to you, bro, like, and then you still like, nah, I'm going to take a break. Like, that's going to eat you up, bro. That was a great call out. Bro, that's what I was like, ooh. But he tried, bro, and he couldn't beat Jan. Yeah, but it's a little bit different because Jan used his weight on Izzy in a wrestling match, right? And Izzy's not a good wrestler. But if he goes up to 205 again and it's a striking match, it's not going to be that much different than it was at middleweight. They're just going to be a little bit bigger, a little bit slower. And I think that would be a sick storyline if Izzy has to, like, make his way, like, you know, because he is a little bit down right now, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, of course. So that might. I think he needs a win before he goes after Pereira. Like, yeah, but what if he loses? Like, what if he like? Who does he fight? Someone at two hundred five first, or does he? Fight this is, that would be the money fight. It would be. It would be. That, that's the storyline fight. The big, it's the bigger storyline fight. It's the bigger money fight. Yeah. I wonder how he feels because he does his show. He does yeah, he recap. does the picks and stuff, yeah. He does his picks, but doesn't he do a recap show or... Yeah, so like he does like... Because he's watching the fights and then they... Oh, yeah, the they're live. recording him. Yeah, and then, yeah, okay. So they do the reaction. So I will... I'll watch I'll watch the his reaction yeah. to the Pereira fight because that was... And and what's, what's funny is he was bigging up 
Alex before the fight. Like he's I know like, he, yeah, was. he was a scary dude. And then Alex he like, said, come to this daddy. Whole division, oh, this no. whole division should be thanking me because yeah. I chased him out of here. Yeah. I chased him up a weight class so none of them have to deal with him. And then he said, come to daddy. Bruh. Like that's... Yo, you can't just you can't chill till 2027 no more. Like, I'm sorry. That's what he said he was gonna do. That's what Izzy was saying. He's like, I'm gonna take a break. Like he was gonna take a GSP break, basically. You know what I mean? Like a couple years. Because one thing with Izzy is that he's he was at the top for a while. Yeah. Right? And when you're trying to do the things that Izzy was doing it kind of plays on your mind a little bit extra. You know what I mean? Because he was trying to do the one-liners, the I'm the new dog in the yard. Like, he's trying to do that every single fight. And that's taxing your brain. And then to lose to a, a memester, like Strickland. Yeah. Oof. That, that's that's rough. And you're supposed to be the memester guy. But he's, you know what I mean? Like I'll do a TikTok dance on your grave, bitch. Yeah. Like Oh. Yeah, cringe. <laughs> That's who you want as your champion. Why don't you go put on some nail polish? <laughs> make a TikTok. Yo, Strickland fucking ate his lunch, bro. That was yeah. hilarious. Um, but yeah. It's funny to see, like, because Strickland's fighting in Toronto and he's not happy about it. It's so funny. Yeah, because he's like, he can't even have guns. Anti freedom. <laughs> Canada's anti freedom. You can't even have guns. Yeah, I, I want to see what he says on the mic. You know what I mean? Oh, he'll, like, it'll be fucking hilarious. If he wins, if he doesn't. Oh, fighting and it's Toronto too, bro. They will fucking massacre him verbally. You think so? Oh, Strickland's going in because he's been shit talking Canada. Yeah, so but he's gonna come. Here, here's the caveat. I think most of the Canadians that watch UFC also don't like Canada that much. You're very, very right. Because there was a lot of that too to his tweet. A lot of people were saying, "Hey, Sean, we're not all like that in Canada. We agree with yeah. you. Yeah, we want guns." <laughs> 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 oh shit so that's UFC 295 uh, we'll we'll preview the next fight when it's closer to uh, but yeah Dante where can the people find you online you can find me online at person one prod P-E-R-S-O-N the number one P-R-O-D Shmrat. Uh I'm aka Black Zeus it scrolls at the bottom of the screen every once in a while uh, if you like what you see hit the subscribe button leave a comment hit a like button it helps uh, we're not begging you know what I mean? So I'm not going to go further than that. But if you do like what you see, it does help. So again, not begging. But hit the subscribe button or something. Not begging. Uh, <laughs> that sounded a little like begging. Uh, but yeah, this has been Black Sister Podcast, Season 4, Episode 40. We will be back next week as we continue the countdown, the last 10 episodes of the season. We're going into the new year with this shit. Uh, that's it. It's over. Now. Right now. Right now. Now it's done. We're out. See you next week.